Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Welcome to another episode of the Splitting Hairs podcast presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. In this episode, the B team recaps the Butler game and previews the Missouri State game. Splitting Hairs podcasts are all presented by Drake's Place and Cottonwood Coffee and are also sponsored by Shenanigans Pub and Culver's of Brookings in Watertown. Here's your hosts, Ben and Brendan. All right. So, welcome, everyone, to the B-Team. Uh, raise your hand if you knew we were going to be late because we're doing it at 5. I did. Everybody <laughs> watching did. But uh, whose fault is it? <laughs> Chats. Yes, because my <laughs> phone was on silent. I was doing other things. And you said, we'll be there in 5. And I'm like, oh, cool. Didn't have to think about the link. Uh, oh, shoot. We need your guidance. You are you are our Yoda that leads us down the path of righteousness to the to the pod. That's I can, I can lead you to good beer, but I don't know about the path to righteousness. But I'm sure this is going to be a disaster of an episode, anyways. Ben is in Duluth. I am in Fargo. Uh, thanks to my good buddy Jordan for letting me use his office, even though he's a big NDSU fan. So much obliged to jordan you're my boy blue um and we're all oversaturated with light today and we are all oversaturated with light uh so you know what maybe this is a better one to listen to uh on the on the podcast version instead of we'll be, <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode i i the only reason i'm saturated is i was trying to give you a view of maybe if i get out of the way it's just, it's just very bright. bright. That's it's all it just, is. It's Damn like, it. it's like, it does not, I mean, it, it'd podcast. probably be better. It, it'd probably be better for you if you just shut the curtains, to be honest. <laughs> I can do that, but I was trying to give you a view of, of no, like not, superior. You'd have, you'd have no, to take your not. computer tried, all the way to the window. We tried telling you. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to uh, address Dustin's comment. <laughs> God, right. he's here. Um, shout out to FCS Fans Nation um, and the FCS Fans Nation Network that we're on. Dustin is the host of the Wax Sun Podcast. There you go. Um, that we can see, my friend. Hey, there we go. Now we got a view. How's that? Of he's another big building. Oh, so that's you got to go to. No, it's the lift. It's the lift yeah, bridge. It it's the yeah. lift bridge. Have you gone to Grandma's Saloon yet? Oh, yeah. Well, Peter, actually, yeah, no, not the great. I mean, I've been there in the past, but it's closed now. They don't even, it's its like not a thing. I was just there two weeks ago, my brother. Are you going to bring me back some cats? Is it a brother spot than it used to be? It's a huge location. Yeah, it's open. I promise you. I was just I there. Like those, when just I, like my those last curtains week, you could have closed. My last oh, week, we were just by. <laughs> we just talked about this. Uh, Dustin says I'm voluntarily in Fargo. Um, yes and no. Uh, it's a, it's kind of a long story. New job. Um, came up here to work on some equipment, and then um, uh, some friends and coworkers of mine are in the hospital or recovering from the hospital from some workplace accidents and and, and then other health related issues. So um, I am up here, but yeah, Jordan says, "What a nice blank wall! It is a beautiful blank wall." Um, yeah, except and, for and uh, the keyboard in the middle of that, the camera. Well, you know, it, it's more it's of a mountain. It's, it's more Brandon's of a keyboard. Mount, it's not my keyboard. It's Jordan's keyboard. First off, is it a Microsoft <laughs> keyboard? Uh, they don't make keyboards. Yes, they do. I don't think Microsoft. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I and I, you know, I I hit the keys to see if it was good and clickety clackety, um, but that's okay. 
it's all you know it it, it works so yeah <laughs> wild week <laughs> for all of us uh and then chad has the legit as hell background uh with the jack's back logo on the back and everything so that's sick um so we are yeah we're like uh midwest wide right now we're covering three states kind mm-hmm. of a big deal kind of like uh the old days almost when we started um the b team globetrotters should we call it that uh um, <laughs> like hey <laughs> you think my base running skills or something you ought to see uh, my ball handling oh my god oh, oh man oh i'm off screen so uh yes I do have to <laughs> tell you before we get into SDSU football, I got to show you one thing. Show just, me the thing. I don't want to see mean, your really, thing. Just people, show me the thing. By this Pervert. point, like the people that are listening are like, well, now I have to go to see what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we fully so, retract the podcast. You want to see this live? So you were here two YouTube weeks channel. ago, you said, in Duluth? Uh, I was there did, three weeks ago. Did you ride scooters while you were here? No, I was there for work working in Hermantown um i'm here then, for work too but i ride scooters yeah well i was working in wastewater and just wanted to go to the hotel and and then we drove all the way in the duluth from hermantown at the um end of the last day and went in and ate at at grandma's there and yeah. had uh like the wild rice soup and all that jazz because it's phenomenal there's well, stuffed mushrooms with, with wild rice in them mm. mm-hmm. awesome where i'm where i'm going with this is i I love to ride electric scooters. I wish they they're were awesome balls. They're a blast. Yes. Uh, however, they are a bit dangerous. So, <laughs> what time were you? What far? What time? What did the clock say at when you uh, may have had a mishap on the scooter? Actually, it was today about twelve thirty. Uh, what during during our lunch break? Yeah, we so took you were out. sober. Uh, yeah, uh, it took him out along the lake here, and uh, we're driving, but. Uh, last last night we had a mishap because there's I don't know if you've been to if anybody's been to Duluth before but it's mm-hmm. like the city's on a hill and so it's number one it's tough to get up and then when you're coming hill. when you're coming down it's pretty sketchy like you got to ride the brakes basically the whole time on these scooters well my buddy didn't exactly do that he took a spill oh, no. hurt his shoulder and stuff and so I, we were all making fun of him <laughs> well and then today I take the, take it out along the river or on along the lake here and there was a heave in the path and I was too far back like i was on top of the back wheel so the front came up the back came out from underneath me and i went straight onto my back uh and i got this nice uh raspberry oh, there. yeah yeah road yeah. rash nice. so that's a good one. Oh, that's awesome anyway enough that's about awesome. enough about duluth and our, our we, we should have those scooters in sioux falls and in brookings Oh, I, I mean, they'd be super handy in Brookings, except um, the police there would give out DUIs on the scooters. I promise you, for sure. And they, they yeah, that maybe not Brookings. Uh, and uh, we will get into that in a little bit. <laughs> um, first, I want to shout out our uh, title sponsors, um, Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro. They have a special going on here for. Any of our listeners, if you go online, they have, hold on, I got to find the read here. We're actually doing reads now because we are, uh, we're fancy. 
um, if I could, if I could find it, our partners at Cottonwood Coffee, they're giving folks 10% off of orders, 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 $10 or more to on their online store, online only with the code JI22, that is capital J, capital I 22 at checkout. Uh, DM for details and some exclusions apply. So that's kind of a cool deal we got going on uh, through Cottonwood Coffee. Um, we love seeing all the messages and tweets about you guys who do go and pick up Cottonwood Coffee. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Um, our sponsors appreciate it. But so keep that up. You know, and I'm waiting for somebody to pop one for Drake's Place, our other title sponsor, who are awesome. Um, we love those guys. Um, and we, we might have more announcements uh, later in the show. So <laughs> blank screen makes me look better. Did I go yeah, when you put I it in that? front of your camera, you can't see no. anything. No, it's when well, he switched over to find his ad. I switched because oh. uh, I'm, I'm doing this for my phone right now. I haven't. Ah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, but Let's uh, shout out to Deb Gronowski, too, for the awesome hat. Everybody yes. Keep this. She yes, Deb. It. In Naperville at a oh, Disney wow. yes. store. Yeah. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx, yeah. Yeah. She found him at TJ Maxx. Thanks, Dad. Really I told more. you I'd wear it. I meant yeah. it. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm glad, Chuck, we could be here early for you, buddy. I wanted you to be able to, we, you know, we really, the real deal is we said we need to concoct, concoct a backstory for us to do an early one so that Chuck can see us live and be able mm -hmm. to comment so and um, get more it's working live viewers out. like the a team you know? it's working out well well you know they're 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 the a team for a reason we're the when we're in prime reason. time That's though okay. we got to keep keep the uh content a little more pc right so <laughs> no it's the same show it's available 24 7. <laughs> i don't know it's different like it doesn't go away when we say that that stays oh, on man. page yeah your internet history is there forever even if it is in garage time <laughs> <Poor shame>. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to uh, the game yes the Ten minutes some things to talk about yeah uh, i think it went really well honestly yeah number one shout out to the fans showed up again mm -hmm. keep coming um i could not believe when i rolled into tailgate that it yes. was packed which was Amber awesome cool. and and, mm -hmm. it, and it was like that was five hours before kickoff Mm -hmm. um i want to see that every week um and we were over sixteen thousand for attendance mm -hmm. so shout out to the students again they were mm -hmm. awesome so yeah uh keep rolling there um the first beer yeah. in the stadium tasted really good yeah yeah that was good uh i will say that i feel like they need to manage the lines a little better on the home side anyway i mean or on the i don't know it's all the home side but on the on the west side um I feel like there needs to be a little more for that side because there's just more fans over there. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they'll get that figured out. I mean, there's a degree um, where, you know, it, it's kind of eventually when you have big crowds, you're going to have lines. It's just kind of the way it goes. I know, you don't have the infrastructure in the stadium to I know keep that. up with everything. But I, I get, get where you're coming from for sure. Um, if, concessions, if I hear, were a lot better. They, they were, well, they yeah, they were improved from what I heard. If we're gonna have lines, we know. need to utilize those TVs. Like that, we, our yes. stadium is set up to have TVs out there, and, and they had them last like, year. They've got like two up there. 
and they're right. in the beer line you can't see them and i was in the beer line for like 15 minutes and that was a little frustrating but um, um did they fix the traffic, traffic problems kind I, of no yes somewhat really when we left, I'm gonna, I'm the they made an lot, effort. we had to go we had to go back into town, which I did not enjoy. But I'm which, a, which I guess we're just gonna have to move that barricade on on the north side of that, and get on Campus Drive because that's right only at Campus Drive. Yeah. So. Well, well, I mean, what I room for here's my thing on I, that. Don't move they, barricades. That makes things worse. I'll say that. We we have to also point out all of us park on the southwest side of the stadium. Yeah, by the library. In the library lot. So the changes they made were for the backyard. Which so they... if you tailgate in the backyard, uh, feel free to chime in and let us know how the traffic was leaving the stadium. Well, and I did a UE is... and went out that yeah. way, and they did have that open going north, that road that's they did. To, the, to the east of the stadium. Yeah. So Was that a lot easier? Uh, it was. Yeah, it looked good, but Cause... you could only turn right there. So that was one right. of their changes. I right. mean, it's not like we have a civil engineering department that could, you know, do a traffic flow study on it or anything, but you know, Hey, right. it's just a thought. They've done you know. studies. They did say that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yes. Yeah. I don't know how on board I am with uh, sending all the people in the Southwest through town on Madari because you're forcing everybody into a four-way stop sign, which is a that, nightmare. That four-way stop is the worst part. If, if you get right. rid of that, it might be okay. But, but um, outside of that, um, the, I thought, I mean, they, I think they took some of the beer salespeople away from the, um, Northeast corner and sent them to other places to try to address, uh, where more people are, um, made our line longer, but I understand what they're trying to accomplish there. So that's all right. Um, but the line was incredibly long. I don't know if more people listen to us than we know. And they listened to when I said, hey, hit up the northeast corner. There was no lines because there was a lot of people this time. And, yeah. there was, you know, so that was a little tougher. Um, you know, and I, I think sometimes it's a hard thing for them to predict when you go through that. Um, and we don't want to just uh, gripe. You know, the crowd was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Tailgating was insane. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, tailgate in my backyard wasn't too bad. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Um, no, the, the one complaint I have isn't, um, it's not on the athletic department. It's not on any of that stuff, but how they police the tailgate line, tailgate lots. Like, I'm oh sorry, I'm sorry, but they're out of line. Yep. They're out of line. I don't care what you say. And there's the people out and, and it's the, the way they police to try to catch underagers. And it's predatory at this point. It's not, it's not enforcing laws. They're praying and out there when a predatory nature hunting for people who are underage. And that's not what this is about. Okay. You are going to deter people, families. There was a parent who was with their kid and let their kid have a sip of an alcoholic drink, a kid who was months away from turning 21. And there was a UPD officer who saw it happen and darted out to give him a ticket to catch that you are looking for it. And that's right. gross. Like that's disgusting. It's not an income. It's not a revenue stream. You're not powerful because you do that. Okay. And now that kid doesn't you want are, to come back. Now the kid doesn't want to come back and I don't blame him. Like we got to cut the crap. Okay. That is garbage. Knock it off. You're there 
to ensure things don't get out of hand by hunting and rooting out every underager at tailgating like you're the world police saving us from some catastrophe that's not it you're there to keep things under control it's not to root out every single underage infraction like that's not what you're there for instead what you're going to do is you're going to deter them to go and do parties where they're jumping off roofs and never make it to the stadium anywhere guess where is safer if they're in a controlled environment in the tailgate and there's some people out there who are going to go well they shouldn't be they shouldn't be drinking because they're under 21 they're going to do it anyways don't give me that if they're not causing problems if they're being quiet and just having a good time leave them alone if they start causing problems music too loud whatever not following the rules then go for it by all means but it shouldn't be a hunt down like there's some wanted terrorist for christ's sake can we stop it it's got to be fan friendly that's not fan yeah. friendly just ask it's yourself not. fan friendly someone breaking the law like that it matters right then do something i mean you're out there to keep it under control. And I understand there's been bad incidents, but why did the bad incidents happen? It wasn't because you weren't hunting down every person who was underage. It's because you let a situation build and build and build and build and get out of control. That that You don't solve that by giving every person you see who looks underage a minor. It's so overdone and I'm just sick of it. it we shouldn't have to hear about this all the time. And, and you know, you've got, and, and they're doing it in the expensive lots. And, you know, Matt talks about, um, you know, if we're going to provide criticism, we should provide solution. Personally, my solution and the reason that it's happening is because there's big money sponsors, corporate tailgates and things like that in the backyard. And I understand that. So why don't we create us, keep the front of the backyard for the corporate sponsors and then have the rest of it be not that way and chill out on the rest of the tailgate lots. Can we do that? Is that something that's feasible? I'm done. I'm sorry. But good Lord, I it's been... It's, it's warranted. For now. It is totally warranted. Yeah. My God. All right. Let's Anyways. move on to the... Let's move on to the Butler game. I need so, to... Yeah, you do. Uh, Brendan <laughs> needs a drink after that round. <laughs> the hard stuff. Yeah. Chocolate. And it, it was... It, it needed to be milk. said. Hopefully the right people here. Chocolate that. milk. Um, so my takeaways from the game, uh, the defense, McGoy, I think is the way you say his name mm -hmm. is a beast. He was all yeah. over the field. Uh, the team talked about him a lot, but yeah, I mean, he was just, he shows up on every play. Like he's, he's always around the ball, um, which is so fun to see. And then, uh, Freeman, another linebacker, that dude, looks like a bulldog man like he yeah when he hits you you're gonna feel it and I, i'm excited right. to watch watch those two develop um it's so nice to have that depth and have them be able to step in and really not not miss too much of a beat compared to right. our uh normal starters right and mcgoy he's the third string sam backer then mm -hmm. just stepped right in and looked like he was the starter all year so that's awesome awesome my overall view of that game is it went exactly how you wanted it to i think as uh, as the coaching staff wanted it to we don't have a buy until week 13 or 12 mm -hmm. and we've talked about that at length so you wanted to get in 
and get as much rest for you guys as possible while still getting them getting the offense clicking, which is kind of a kind of a touchy thing to be able to pull off. It's a little bit of a balancing act. Do you keep them in for how long? Whatever. Um, I really like that we did that. We got 73 people in, the 73 different players. Like you got a lot of guys rest and you got a lot of guys experience. That's exactly what you wanted to do. Um for sure. Coach, you know, um, so that was huge. And the other thing I really liked from what I saw is it feels like um, Coach Luan is just starting to lean more into who Mark is as a quarterback. And that's to say that um, he's not a pocket quarterback. He's just not. That's not what he does. He's best when he's being a playmaker and making plays out there. And we saw him get to do that. And I think we might have been a little hesitant to run him the ball or run the ball with him and let him truly be free like that to take off with his legs. And he might've been getting that told to him. And they finally said, you know what, just go out and play it, man. And he looked a thousand times more comfortable. Um, Granted, some of that might have to do with Butler, but he seemed to get in rhythm a lot better. Um, He was using his athleticism and it was really nice to see a lot more old Mark back. You know, you can't for, he can develop into that, being a pocket quarterback, but you, you don't want to force that when that's got to be more, I think, of a gradual thing as he goes throughout his career. Yeah, and I think, I mean, he's he's been trying to knock the rust off, right? Like he was out of football right. for a year and a half. He had to sit on the sideline. Not having game action for that long, I mean, you it takes a, little, a bit to get back into it. And I think, like you mentioned, letting him run the ball a little bit, I think that's going to help a lot, get him back right. into the groove get him more comfortable with his, you know, uh, more confident with his uh, injured, you know, was injured mm-hmm. knee. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, you could tell he, this game, he just looked way more comfortable and obviously, yes, it's against Butler, but you can just tell the, even regardless of the level of competition, you can tell um, that it's right. it different. So that was nice to see. Yep. No, it was great to see. Um, I thought the defense looked really solid again, um till towards the end there you know they they got some plays and things like that um yeah. there's the one where they burned us um yeah you know we do have a little bit of a propensity for that sometimes but that's okay um if you're if you're stiff overall and you allow one burned blown coverage touchdown you're okay um brian's saying i think we knew we all knew that we weren't going to cover the spread. I don't know. I might have took us to cover. I don't. You know. did. I don't know why you did that. I did. I, I wanted a fifty butter burger, which we're gonna get into. Um, <laughs> but I was more impressed uh, with the Butler team that than uh, the one when we played with them. Then when we played them with Zenner, um, I agree. This is, I think um, Butler is probably a challenge for the Pioneer Conference Championship. That was not. The Butler, I remember, honestly, they looked a lot better than the Drake's teams that we really slapped around a couple times that have come in. Um, They had some dudes who could play. They really did. Uh, So I'm not upset with this win at all. That's not to build this win into something that, you know, it's not either. We're not trying to build this win into like, oh, we beat a playoff team. But um, they, they were a lot sterner team than they look like from the last two, three years, the coach has them in the right direction. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, my other highlights from the game, uh, Isaiah Davis looked like he's getting into uh, more of what we want to see from him. Um, you know, he looked to be really comfortable hitting, hitting the hole really hard. Um, I think we're going to see him eat uh, going forward. 
Uh, Canyon Bauer, shout out to him. He looked yes. really good um, in Landon Wolf's absence. We're going to need somebody like him to step up. Um, mm-hmm. And he was he was making some plays. He looked really comfortable yep. catching the ball, which was nice to see. Um, and then he's got he's got some shake to him. He's he's tough to bring yeah. down. Um, so I think he could be really big. And then obviously it was nice to see Heinz get a touchdown. Um, and and I love seeing him throw throw to him up the middle. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for that all year because he's such a big dude and a big target. Like it's impossible for linebackers to guard him. Let's mm-hmm. use him. I know we wish right. we had Tucker Craft, but Heinz is a good receiver as well. And like let's right. use that big body and and get some easy easy throws. Because I feel like I mean, and maybe it was just it's just been our I don't know game plan so far. Maybe we're waiting to show some things, but um, it just seems like we're trying to hit that deep ball way too often. Like. 20 plus yard passes it's like let's get some 10 yard gains which i feel like we started to do in this game a little bit which was mm-hmm. nice to see we got some of the um the short passes that i was kind of saying that we need um you just, just reload <laughs> for those not watching brendan just downed a chocolate milk and i was like oh he's not drinking chocolate milk now he grabs a full one and starts to shake that one up. brings it on like a rattle can pops it open. Oh, yeah you just had a six pack waiting like do you drink those like you drink beer sometimes this has got to be more expensive to. than beer though I, they are they Considerably. are um i've got I, normally what happens is i have a gallon and i got a yeah. full quart of it but um today i had to run to a gas station because not my house and then jordan i walk in with these he's like you know i have chocolate milk it's like oh son of a bitch but uh yeah no normally i'm down on a court or more uh during the show so i had to uh you know get a couple of the pinties uh you know two pints equals a court you know all that fun like stuff. so um don't mind me i'm just trying to figure out how to adjust this chair uh <laughs> The other, speaking of, I just feel like I'm so low. <laughs> He's just a little guy. He's just. This makes for just, great radio, Ben. Oh, we're the radio best radio. Is Ben <laughs> fighting for his life in this hotel desk chair? Just I don't think it. Struggling. Have and you? Uh, oh, gum. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better, oh, dude. I wanted I to see the bottom over. of your feet. That would have been oh, great. It goes, it goes oh, back. That it does not, does not go up. I'll just have to. Sit uh, yeah. Or Jordan's new house. Gonna... Why do people think? Who is? I've talked about this. Who? Who's let's getting not, parts let's from not milk? Discuss that's not a thing. Why is that a thing? Podcast. Listen, that's that's a you problem if you get farts from milk. That's not a me problem. I think so. maybe it's if a, you it's like a lactose, lactose intolerance. intolerance. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Be more you're tolerant. Clearly, you're clearly not. Don't you pay. Brendan is a bit to today's day and age. And... You need to be more tolerant of milk. Oh, I got a refill. Yeah, we're ready for more. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you'll make someone a I'll nice say, wife someday. If you're wondering. <laughs> 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 oh my god he probably missed it i do love the short passes we did and and i love that we started to show a little tempo uh mm-hmm. i saw we got a first down one time we ran up to the line ran another play i think we need more of that i think it would get us in a nice rhythm um and i i'm looking forward to seeing that going forward 
that's all I have to say about the Butler game. Do you have anything that's else? That's all to I got to say about that. Do you have anything else before we move on? <laughs> no. All right. Let's go to the uh, recap the games from last week. Uh, actually, let's go. Let's look at the top recap. 25 quick. Uh, Chad, do you have? Probably not. Um, do, I probably should have wanna, asked for this ahead of time. Do we want to? All right. Hey, look at See, Chad's ready. He's Woo, ready. Look at him go. All right. All right, do this. Here we go. So, um, what what do you what do you want to say? Say your words. Say say your words out loud, brother. All right. Uh, NDSU at number one. Montana up to number two. Uh, we're down to number three. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some talk about that. I don't really care that much. It doesn't really matter at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if we if we do what we're supposed to do against Missouri State, we'll be back at number two. I'll guarantee it. Right. Um, I mean, you can argue it either way, but it's really uh, kind of pointless to argue. Um, Incarnate Word up to number four. They're looking really good. Um, then mm-hmm. you got Montana State at number five. Um, and as far as Missouri Valley teams go, Missouri State, who we play this week, is at number seven. So that's mm-hmm. we're kind of the uh, marquee FCS matchup this week, um, two top ten teams there. Um, and then for the rest of the top 25, uh, for Missouri Valley, we got UMD at 19. And I think that is it. So we got four in the right. top 25 right now um, from the Missouri Valley. Oh, yeah. yeah. The For me, on, on the poll stuff, um, it's not worth getting wound up about until week eight. Um, it is fun. It's fun discourse. Um, I don't blame people who um, argue about it and things like that. I totally get it um, from my standpoint. The fact that we were bumped down just tells me that in this poll, voters are not doing what you typically see in like your FBS polls where, well, team A can only drop if they beat team B, which instead they're looking, well, you know, this team didn't look quite as good as this one on their resume so far. So we're doing this. But that also means we're playing Missouri State this week. Guess who? Montana's playing nobody of any significance. So if we beat Missouri State, you're gonna and make, pollsters gonna, are doing their jobs. You're gonna hurt Portland State fans' feelings. But <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt that one Portland nobody State fan feeling as we're on FCS Fans Nation. You know how like they make fun of Richmond for not having any fans on FCS Fans Nation. I haven't seen a Portland State one either, so I don't care. Man, so Port- feel bad, Portland State. Portland State Twitter Whatever. is going to come for you. Yeah, they're, they're lighting their pitchforks. <laughs> they're coming to get me. But, I mean, you take care of business. We're in the Valley. Um, you take care of business. For me, uh, most years I would probably be um, in, in the past. You know, you go back a year or two or three ago, I'd have been wound up by it. Um, you know, and Dustin says this poll is using recency bias versus historic performance. Right. You know, these, these things even out. Um, a couple of years ago, I'd have probably been a little more irritated by it. But with what this team's goals are, even with the injuries we have, what these team's goals are, if they take care of business and are reaching the goals that we have for them, the polls will work themselves out. Because, number one, we're playing one of the two teams ahead of us in on the schedule. And, number two, if – you work your way through a Valley schedule and go one and zero each week to get a top one or two seed. 
you will be a top one or two seed. There's gonna yeah. you're gonna have three, four ranked wins under your belt. They're all gonna be on the road for us. Nobody's gonna have a better resume to stop us from getting a top two seed. Because in the end, it's not the ranking that counts; it's the seed. Yeah, it's it's the top twenty five is a lot more important for teams that don't have a schedule like we do. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're not in a top conference and you don't have a tough schedule, you need to get that ranking up there to kind of you know have some pull, I guess. Um, right. And it's it's tough when you don't play good competition, so it's way more important to those teams. Uh, for our, us, you know, we've got the type of schedule where if we win, we'll be top two, uh, and if we right. if we you know uh, it it'll it'll work itself out. So I'm not not too worried about it. And um, to be clear, we're not saying like you have no right to be upset about the polls. Like I feel we're the number two team in the country. I get it. Yeah, I do too. But I'm um, not. You know, yeah, it's just but, not worth not worth arguing you know, at this point. I don't think. Right. For me. But I've also had a busy week. There's times I get bored and I fight about those things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get in Twitter arguments because, you know, you might notice, oh, Brendan doesn't have a lot to do tonight. <laughs> Brendan's bored. Got it. <laughs> Brendan's causing problems on the Internet again. Look at him go. <laughs> I like it. All right. Let's uh, recap some picks here. Chad, uh, you've been color coding my... <laughs> Color coding my uh, picks here. What's going on? I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> You're looking at you Chad's doing? Technicolor dream coat there. <laughs> what are you doing? What is the system? All right. Uh, oh, Chad, you're not going to chime in? Nothing? No? We're just... Oh, sure. Dog is staying behind typing. the curtain. I was, I was middle of typing. No, I just, <laughs> I just put up you know, the colors so that it was easier to see who, who got it right and who got it wrong. And when you both got it wrong or both got it right. Does it make sense looking at Uh, it or no? Somewhat. It makes no sense to me, but I'm not looking at it. I appreciate the effort. That's probably why. Blue is you got it right. Yellow is he got it right. Red, you both got it wrong. Well, you missed my Butler one then. But anyway, I did. I, uh, I was too busy can, doing that. That's why I didn't give you the link. So nobody can see this. (laughs) All right. So, uh, the first game, Kentucky skunked Youngstown State 31-0. They covered their spread. Um, Youngstown State, uh, I think they're going to struggle this year. Um, Perhaps. And then Southern Illinois with a big upset. Uh, they were 14-and-a-half-point underdogs. They ended up beating Northwestern 31-24, to just coming out of nowhere. I mean, they, we were worried that they were just you know going to struggle all year, but then they go and beat Northwestern. So, like, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you make of them right now. I mean, they're about like the Vikings. Make like they make sense. Go beat the Packers and then just look like a dog, dog team against the Eagles. But anyway, um, yeah, not sure what to think of Southern Illinois right now. Clearly, they have, clearly they have some potential. Uh, Montana took care of Indiana State, which we thought they would forty nine to fourteen. Covered their spread. USD beat Cal Poly. Uh, I don't know why. Why did we pick USD? Why did we trust them to cover a spread? All right. You know what? Uh, I'm just glad that I uh, told you not to include them in the easy money parlay. Well, that's true. Uh, that oh, did, unfortunately, that was Southern Illinois. That did not hit. But um, yeah. I was trying to remember. Did our parlay should... hit? That's important. We should probably report on that since we're doing the, the easy money parlay of the week. No, uh, you and I. And Eastern Illinois screwed us up on that one. We we went three for two on that. Oh, so it's uh 
not as easy of money as we hoped. Yeah, well, I put it in quotes. I, I, <laughs> easy money. Yeah. For the record, you're doing the guys who whose pick segment is called the fade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of this segment, brought to you by Shenanigans. Uh, they're yes. having a watch party for the away game this week. Head on down yep. there. There'll be a bunch of Jacks fans there, I'm sure. Great place to watch an away game. Thank you to Shenanigans. They are and, awesome. Uh, tell them we sent you. You know, or yeah. Take pictures, whatever. The whole the whole schmear. You know, you know the drill. Do the stuff for sure. Um, where was I at? Let's see. Oh yeah, USD sucking. Even though they won, they didn't mm -hmm. cover the spread, but they won thirty eight to twenty one. Um, Southern Utah. Uh, again, we we were flabbergasted by that spread, and rightfully so. Southern Utah won seventeen to ten. They were six and a half point underdogs. Um, yeah. Northern Arizona covered their spread against UND, but UND did win 28 to 24. Sac State took it to UNI. They won 37 to 21. Yeah. What the hell? What happened to UNI's vaunted defense there? It's not vaunted anymore. I guess. And that was at home it's, for you. What's the, it's the opposite of vaunted? Unvaunted? Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Missouri State, who we play this week, uh, they put a scare in Arkansas. I was able to rewatch that yeah. game. They probably should have won that game. I mean, they, I, I mean, Arkansas is a good team. They're, they're a top 10 mm -hmm. team. I do think they're a bit overrated. I think as they get into SEC play, you'll see them drop down further in the top 25. I don't think they're actually mm -hmm. a top 10 team, but that doesn't change the fact that Missouri state looked really, really good against them. Um, right. They did benefit from some untimely turnovers from Arkansas that kind of, made it so they could hold the lead longer. Um, but then Arkansas just kind of overwhelmed them towards the end of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. But either way, impressive showing Arkansas ended up winning 38 to 27, but that's not an indication of the game. Missouri state was in the lead. I think until early fourth quarter, maybe. Right. Um, and then they gave up a like back-to-back -to -back touchdowns um, on the like, consecutive plays almost. So, um, right. yeah. So credit to them. They looked really good. Uh, Illinois State whooped Eastern Illinois 35-7. to uh, Illinois State covered there. Uh, Arizona with the big upset. Um, yeah, it was, really. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an upset. It sounds stupid for a Power called 5 it. team to be an underdog, but uh, Brendan called it. You did it for comedic factor, but it worked out for you. No, I did not. You, well, we talked about that. but I did it for my dreams. Yeah, well, I gotta be. Dreams, I gotta be nice. I'm in Jordan's house your, right now. I'm gonna be true. nicer. Than That's <laughs> true. He's just gonna shut the power off. And, <laughs> <laughs> ah, jokes on him. I'm on my phone. <laughs> true. Comes in and he comes nice. in, throws something. <laughs> but yeah, so NDSU's streak against FBS teams ends. Uh, NDSU fans get unreasonably upset. Uh, it's still a power five FBS team. I don't care that you were favored. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, uh, they did have a pretty good, uh, pretty good showing against them. They Arizona won 31 to 28. I uh, wasn't able to watch that game, but, um, it sounds like Arizona looked better than they thought they would. Um, I did watch that game. Uh, the interesting thing to me, the things that stood out to me as it pertains to, uh, FCS, anyways, and NDSU was NDSU's um, defense had a hard time 
um, stopping their quarterback that ran all over the place. Their, their quarterback won the game for Arizona. That guy created some big, big plays. Um, offensively was the unique thing to me. Um, NDSU could only run the ball. Their two options were run the ball or pass to Luke Key or Grindorf. I think Grindorf's mm-hmm. the tight end. Those were the two. Yeah, yeah those, were, those were their options. They barely threw the receivers and couldn't. And Arizona essentially kind of made them one-dimensional. And, yeah, NDSU was gashing them with the run, but then when the rubber hit the road, they were able to lock them down for that one super important drive and make it happen. You know, that's what happens. Um, they had a harder time wearing down a Power 5 team than you would an FCS team, you know. So yeah. it's tough. Dustin says the wheel route's their only pass. Um, I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but it's not <laughs> that far off. And it's um, not a bad option when you're throwing it to Lucky, who is a beast. Right. <laughs> like, the, right. Kid's the, guy's, <laughs> the guy's good. Um, but, you know, looking down the road, that's something to uh, keep an eye on far as that goes because their defense didn't look quite up to um traditional standards let's say yeah and i think I, that's kind of was their undoing yeah they only threw the ball 12 times they were 10 right. of 12 but again they were all kind of short passes it sounds like right um i will say that uh that cole payton came in for i think he ran the ball five times yeah he ran a bunch that guy looks like a beast like he looks doesn't Sick. look like he's yeah he's a big boy yeah mm-hmm. um Granted, he didn't throw the ball, so I don't know how well he can throw or if he can. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if he's anything like Cam Miller, he probably is more of a runner than a passer. But um, regardless, I think they had how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They had nine guys, nine different guys run the ball, which is yeah. insane. <laughs> which is on brand, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's. Yeah, they needed a little more to keep up with that offense they were against. And that's kind of – and, you know, you watch that game and you're waiting for the, as some people call it, the bison horseshoe to come out. And it just didn't. Right. They didn't get bailed out by a crazy play from – or huge play. It just – that normally happens, and it didn't happen this time. Right. So, All I mean, right. in that's... the end – it's an FBS game. I don't ever take oh, yeah. a lot out of it. The same thing with Southern Illinois. Like Southern Illinois, yes, they beat Northwestern. Yes, that's a huge win. Of all the teams, though, I don't know if you saw this, Sam Herter tweeted it out. Of all the teams that had FBS wins, over a third of them didn't make the playoffs last year. Right. So you can't, even a win, you can't take a huge amount out of, like yeah, a loss. All right. That's enough for the furry cows for now. Um, and then obviously we beat Butler 45 to 17 didn't get anywhere close to uh, covering that spread. I was uh, early. I was like, man, we were kind of, I think we were up, I don't know, 21 to zero pretty early in that game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, we might cover, but, uh, you could tell Stig was not, was not going to be covering about that spread. doing that. Yeah. I do wish we would have, we, we were five points short of the 50 Butterburger. Um, yes. We got which, our scoopy tokens, kids. Yes. We got our Scoopy tokens. Everybody, you all helped it happen. We got the 50 Butterburger Scoopy tokens. We are officially sponsored by Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, baby. Come see Chad with the van down in the tailgate lot and get your kids some (laughs) Scoopy tokens, kids. (laughs) 
I'm just kidding. We don't have Chad doesn't have Scoopy tokens yet. <laughs> we should get him some though. Yeah. Chad, you're on mute, buddy. Yeah, I, I guess just... so. You know, I was just saying I don't have any yet, but I guess I could buy some. You know, hey, I don't know. Can Who you doesn't buy love Scoopy tokens? You get them with every kid's meal. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so maybe we should just like start buying kids meals as our like food, and then we could just save up Scoopy tokens and there give we them go. out of games. Next home and, game, Jack and we're gonna, Club. Gonna we're just gonna buy kids meals. Scoopy tokens. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna throw Scoopy tokens in the air. We're gonna have Scoopy token confetti cannons that shoot <laughs> Scoopy tokens out. <laughs> That's a lot of Scoopy tokens. I'm all right. Yes, Culver's yeah. food is good, and their ice cream is awesome. So. So it's I think we should have like a 50 fair. butter burger of the week, right? True. We it is custard, which is way better than ice cream. The last time I had their yeah. custard, it was like, it was like heaven in my mouth. It was yeah. so <laughs> smooth I compared to like ice cream custard. That's uh, so what you tell all the girls, isn't it? Well, now we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it together. You guys uh, right, back on track. It's garage time officially. Um, <laughs> Anyway, thank you to Seth from Culver's. Uh, we appreciate the support. Um, yes. And we, we love talking about 50 butter, butter burgers and Scoopy tokens. <laughs> so we're excited to keep doing that. But are we going to get in on the burger, burger eating challenge? That's what we need to push for. We, we, need, push we need we need representation. We demand it. We need, we need we Chad showing up at Culver's. Chad is going to do great at that. Uh, Dallas, Dallas was pulling. He was saying Dallas. We, we might have to okay. have our own competition, like internal. There to determine go. our oh. representative, I like this. I like against, you want to make it SCC football players. You want to make it especially awful. We what? can make it a bracket. <laughs> no head to head. What bracket? A gotta, bracket. Do not try to lose weight. Not gain weight. Like fifty <laughs> butter burgers. Like I'm not going to be able to do that twice in a three row. Three burger eating competitions in a row. Yeah. This is. <laughs> Off no. the rails here. Bro. We're gonna we're gonna have one one competition between the JI team to determine our representative to go up against the SDSU football players that do the burger eating competition. Poor Kyle is disqualified because they ain't got no culvers down there, do they? That's right. Yeah, yeah we'll have to get him up here for that, I guess. Anyway, uh, yes, but we should have a fifty butter burger game of the week. Uh, maybe when, as we're going through picks, we'll we'll mm -hmm. just we'll decide if there's going to be a team. That puts yep. up a 50 butter burger. 50 butter burger um, alert. We'll need a siren and flashing lights to signify it, I think. Speaking of, of this week's picks, let's get into those. We only have five. We've got uh, the four Missouri Valley games and then the one other ranked matchup of uh, Montana State at Eastern Washington. Um, Eastern Washington is a two and a half point home. What about UC Davis and Weber? Oh, UC Davis isn't ranked in, is it? Well, I told you. I had stuff to do. Show, I'm sorry, I forgot. Hey, what's the line of the UC Davis waiver game? It's it doesn't matter. We're oh, not picking garbage. it. You've looked them up during this. You did a fantasy football draft during the show. You can't look up one line. <laughs> I probably could, Jeez, but out of principle, I'm not going to. <laughs> All right, so we've got Eastern Washington as a two and a half point home dog. I'm going to take Eastern Washington here. I like getting the points at home. I feel like Montana State has uh, issues with pass defense, and they—I uh, don't know—they have a healthy running back yet. They're bringing in kids like off the street to play running back for them because right. like their their top three or four running backs were injured. But 
Uh, yeah, I'll take Eastern Washington to cover at home here. Yeah, I'm going to take Eastern Washington as well. Um, Malat with not saying Malat's bad, but when you don't have a guy who's able to light up NFL defenses on 50-50 balls to throw a 50-50 ball to anymore, yeah. um, That's what... you're going to take a step back. So, and Eastern Washington's at home. So, I'm not a huge believer yet in Montana State with what they lost. Yeah. So, I, give I me think... the Eagles on the, the fire turf. I mean, I think – a lot of people have talked about Montana State kind of coming back to earth, and I feel like we'll see that uh, start in this game here. Uh, and they'll probably drop in the rankings a little bit. But uh, and then we've got UNI, who is reeling, going to Western Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. UNI is favored by 13. I'll take UNI there. I think yeah. UNI comes back big uh, after getting whooped by Sac State. Yeah, I'm going to take UNI just because – Western's so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So pretty bad. So, the whole the whole football thing. Yeah. Yep, I agree. They're they're not they're not doing the footballs so hot right now. <laughs> so go and then we've got uh, UND going to Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois after which this line's kind of surprising to me because before this week, before last week, UND would have been favored by seven to 10 right but now yep. und is a three and a half point underdog going to southern illinois which mm. is a huge reaction to southern illinois beating northwestern yep um this is tough though i i do think it's tempting to take und plus three and a half but i'll take i'll take southern illinois i think they keep it rolling at home uh I am going to go the other way. I think with their transfers and everything um, and how their other games have gone, it kind of shows they're a bit of a temperamental team a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and take UND after they had a huge emotional win against Northwestern. Um, I'm going to say that the U.S. Postal Service goes down there and gives them the business. Um, And I think they take this one. So, you know, you got to, you know, the the sock Lukey. Now, we'll see if the if the <laughs> curse of the sock Lukey, or is it the charm? It's more of a charm, I guess, because I got a win after the sock Lukey came out. Have you seen that? You've seen the sock Yeah, Lukey, I did on Twitter, yeah. yeah. That, thing's, that thing should be in the Louvre. <laughs> that thing is amazing. So. <laughs> I love it. And Jordan says, UND sucks on the road. Um, you know? They did go on the road and win at Northern Arizona, though. So I'm going to give them that. I, I, it's more me not believing in Southern Illinois than it is me believing in um, the Postal Service. Yeah. I think Southern Illinois is better than Northern Arizona, though. So we will see how that goes. Um, NDSU goes to USDE. NDSU is favored by 15 and a half. I hate this spread. You're picking first. Ah. Uh... Hey, why have you never? Why for the last couple of weeks haven't you uh, said our overall picks uh, score? Ben, Would you like you me to avoiding? recap that? Have you been um, avoiding something? Ben? No, it's fine. I care uh, to, this week. To share this week. I went six and five. You went five and six. So I won. Um, what's the uh, what's the overall mark? Overall, I'm a couple of picks behind. I'm twelve and sixteen. You're fourteen and fourteen. Um, Woo! I. You just wait. It'll it'll come back. Um, Fade these nuts. <laughs> T-shirt. 
Uh, you there is, yeah. <laughs> like it'll I don't say. Know if that's gonna get. I don't think it'll that, say that's gonna get Podfather approved. Not, but I just imagine saying fade B team, and then B team's crossed out, and it says D's not. <laughs> <laughs> or fade Brendan. Oh, we're marketing uh, wizards. Yes, <laughs> that's gonna right. be a custom one I made for myself. You pick you pick NDSU minus 15 and a half. Oh man, that took disapproved it. <laughs> we gotta do these this late at what, night so he doesn't yeah, watch us. We need to do these after the pot father's gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to go do something? <laughs> hey, now look, that, over uh, there. <laughs> speaking of now that uh he's seen it, not mm-hmm. in person yet. He needs to come see it in person next week, but yeah, I think we can reveal the Podfather flag. Uh, there, there is the sock, Luke. That's, that's not the Podfather. That's the sock. <laughs> that's not the Podfather. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, if you're ever looking for our tailgates, ah, uh, dang it, church, you can't be look for that this. awesome flag. Yes, and we have joined with the Hair Raisers and Ben's Pod. We have. 30 by 20 feet of tents canopy yes. for, our, for our tailgate. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and TVs and also you, you want to come by. Yeah. Um, Stop I'm by. just stalling. We're I don't the, want to pick this game. We're the mega tent right by the porta potty. Stop on by. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take NDSU in this game. Um, I think they are going to unleash some disappointment on the vermin. Uh I prefer, honestly, if the Yotes won because it would be better for us to get NDSU out of the dome. Mm -hmm. So before Jordan gets mad at me about that, that's it. I'm I'm thinking selfishly here. Um, (laughs) But uh, in the end, I think NDSU is going to just absolutely mud hole them. And then we'll get them after that. And they're going to be very sore. They didn't look great against Cal Poly. They just didn't. And Cal Poly barely beat. A, a scholar or a pioneer team. So, right. Yeah, I think I've got to take NDSU here as well. I can see him winning by at least 17, probably more like 21 to 28, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, I think they take it to him when like 35, 14 or something. Um, last game we got is SDSU goes to Missouri State. Um, maybe we can talk about the game a little bit before we get into mm-hmm. our pick for it. Um, like I said, I, was I could able see to... that as the 50 Butterburger, Ryan. If I were Ooh. to pick a game, that would be the 50 Butterburger game of the week for me. That's not a bad call there. I don't, if it's going to mm-hmm. happen, that it's got to be, it's, yeah, well, it could happen in our game against Missouri State. Uh, it, I wouldn't be surprised to see some high, high powered offenses here. Um, but yeah, we'll take NDSU as the 50 Butterburger game of the week. Um, yes. But yeah. Like I said, I was able to watch rewatch the Missouri State Arkansas game. Um, like I said before, they were impressive. Um, Jason Shelley is just he's just good. Like yeah, he's, he's really good. He's really good. We he's a problem. To, that man's yeah, a problem. Yeah, we have to get pressure on him. Uh, they he their offensive line is susceptible. I think our defensive line can eat against them and if mm-hmm. we if we keep pressure on him i think we'll be fine 
if we let him escape the pocket and create with his feet and his arm, it could be a long day. Uh, right. They have they have some playmakers on the outside. I will say I wasn't super impressed with his accuracy. I think that yeah. he missed a lot of throws that he could have made. Um, having said that, though, I mean they when they do get the the ball to their playmakers, they make guys miss. So uh, we need to make sure number one pressure him. Number two, we need to tackle well. Arkansas's mm-hmm. tackling for an SEC top ten team was disgusting. I don't know how many missed tackles they yeah. had, but like it was it was embarrassing. I, I don't know if they just weren't taking Missouri State seriously, but they were just like falling off of the Missouri State guys. And so I think we'll tackle better than that, though. But that's going to be a key to the game for me. Yeah, for me, uh, the two things are we got we're going to have to control the game, um, grind the ball with um, Isaiah, um, market free on a couple ones. I don't think it's reasonable to expect them to not hit any big plays because Shelly does. If you made me vote right now, I would vote him for Walter Payton Ward. Like that, the dude's been yeah. that good. Yeah. Um, he's gonna make a play where he runs around like Kyler Murray at the end at, in overtime and makes something ridiculous happen. He's mm-hmm. just that kind of a special athlete. Um, I obviously hope we do. Um, their offensive line, like you said, is does have some issues. Um, their defense overall, I think, is actually decent, but they just have lapses just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, especially in coverage. Yep. Um, but really, and like Ryan says, we need to win the turnover battles. You know, that's always huge. But we got to dominate the trenches and limit the amount of big plays we give up. That's going to be the biggest thing. There's going to be a huge crowd. For Missouri State, it's going to be gargantuan. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be a top five crowd, which – if it's a top five crowd in Missouri State history, it would probably be a top five crowd in our history because they have had crowds back in the 80s that were in 18,000 range. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be loud and raucous, and it's going to be a big deal, I think, to take the wind out of their sails right away yep. and make them chase. Uh, this has a big feel of the old games of Southern Illinois where – they're able to put up a ton of points and we're in danger of ending up in a track meet. And I prefer sure. not to do that, you know, has that feeling because they're freak athletes out on the edge and Shelly just can make ridiculous stuff happen, you yep. know? So hopefully we keep that in check. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm sure our coaches will see it when they watch this game, but it seemed like their defense was susceptible to tempo when Arkansas played with tempo, they really struggled I don't know if they're not very deep on defense, but um, it's tough, though, because when you run tempo, right. you risk getting the ball back into Shelly's hands. You know, you talked about we want to hold onto the ball, mm-hmm. drain some clock, uh, use Isaiah Davis. Um, so hopefully we can find a good balance there uh, where mm-hmm. we're running some tempo, but we're also um, not going three and out uh, too often. Um, yeah, because I think that, like I said, there's susceptible tempo and the deep throws. I think you mentioned that too. Um, just seemed like they had some lapses there. They do. It will be interesting to see if we can run against them. Uh, this is going to be a big task for our offensive line, mm-hmm. um, who needs to really show up. Um, they're a key to us doing what we want to do this year. Um, I feel like they showed some improvement this last week. They need to have their best game of the year in this one. Uh, to protect yep. Gronowski and open up holes for Davis because Missouri State's got some big boys in the middle. Their D tackles are pretty big dudes, uh, and they look like they're pretty good stopping the run. So 
Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough task. I mean, it, it's a right. They're a ranked number seven for a reason. Some people think they should be top five. I mean, it, they they want to be up there. I mean, they they want to be yeah. in the same spoken in the same breath as SDSU and NDSU. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of feel slighted that they're not honestly, and so right. they're they're looking to prove something. Well, and I think one of the underrated things that hasn't been talked about is this is Bob Bobby Petrino. Like, say yeah. what you will about him off the field. This is a huge matchup for our young coaches because yeah. it's Bobby Petrino, the guy who has, like, won big-time bowl games, who has all over, won everywhere he's been, been an NFL coach, mm-hmm. turned this program around. In the worst program possibly in the entirety of the FCS turned around into a top-five program in three years. Yeah, This man can coach his ass off. And we've got a first-time offensive coordinator, first-time defensive coordinator. How is that going to play out? Um, That's going to be a big deal. And I have faith in them. I have faith in Coach Rogers and Luan. They're going to get it done. But that is going to be a factor. When you have a coach of that caliber, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be important. It's going to matter. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That dude can coach. Um, I'm thankful that we had this Butler game Previous to this Missouri State game, it yep. was nice to have kind of a tune up a little bit, um, kind of get some get some get ourselves right. Um, and I think yep. we tried some things that we had some success with that we're going to be able to carry forward, um, especially in the passing game. I think our passing game looked better. Mark still yep. missed a couple throws, but they weren't terrible. Uh, I mean, I, I think that he looked really comfortable back there. I think he found his rhythm, um, and so mm-hmm. I expect big things out of our offense in this game. Oh, yeah. Um, on that note, it is a two-point spread, correct? Yeah, SDSU is minus two. Uh, we are right. favored by two at Missouri State. Yep. Um, and like Ryan said, limit drive-killing penalties. I think uh, we are better at not shooting ourselves in the foot than, with penalties than Missouri State's been so far this year. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that tips it in the balance and I will take as us to win by three. So I will take SDSU in this one. Close game. I like it. I'll take SDSU as well. I like it in under three um, for a spread. Um, but I do think it's going to be a dog fight. I think that absolutely it, it's a close game into the fourth quarter. Um, hopefully we can pull away um, or at least stay on top. Um, I will say that the total is only 54 and a half. I think that seems low. Um, right. I think we'll for sure see a 50 Butterburger put up there. Um, oh, for as, sure. As far as the total goes. But um, yeah, I, I can see somewhere in like the 35 to 31 score, uh, which, you know, you talked about not wanting to get into track meet. But I think that's just when you're playing Jason Shelley, like you, you can only hope to contain him. Like he's going to get his. <laughs> right. And we just have to hope that uh, our offense is clicking enough to be able to keep up. Yep. Absolutely. With that, Beyond I don't that. think I have anything else. Uh, we'll, no. Yeah. Uh, everybody head to shenanigans to watch the game. Um, and uh, hopefully we're celebrating a victory. Other than that, go big, go blue, go, go Jacks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And we would also like to thank our title sponsors, Drake's Place of Bottle and Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro of Brookings. 
We would also like to thank our Silver Level sponsors, Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill in Sioux Falls and Culver's Brookings in Watertown. And as always, Go Jazz!